So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end, where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes, but if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest for you, real estate, mortgage, all things future, all things what is happening today and what you need to know today to make more money. Mr. Scott Groves is on the line. Scott, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Pat, really appreciate it, man. I've been listening to the show for a long time and actually just picked up your book that I sent out to my 17-year-old on the East Coast told him that he owes me a book report by Christmas. So, thanks for that. That's a great, cool thing to do, man. I've, I've been doing that with the, the Tribe of Millionaires book and um, having having kids or teenagers in my life, you know, record videos about like who your favorite character is and what you learned. So, Yeah, just learning about the pillars and, you know, my son's always hitting me up for money. He's in his senior year, so a few bucks here, a few bucks there. And I'll tell him, man, when I give him a book like yours or The Compound Effect or my book, and I'm like, hey, read this. Give me a book report. And I'll send you 100 bucks or 200 bucks if it's a longer book. I feel like that's much better than just uh, shoveling out cash. I'd rather them learn for their money. Yeah, well, good stuff. Well, hey, Scott, tell everybody a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you better. Yeah, sure. You know, origin story is like many people in the mortgage business uh, started – not knowing what I was going to do, got into mortgages in 2000, 2001, rode that wave up, lost everything just like everybody in 2008, 2009, uh, kind of relearned the business, went from working at a bank and being a refinance junkie to actually adding value to clients' lives and realtors' lives and doing purchase business. And then, you know, thankfully through hard work and a little bit of luck, Every year from about 2010 to 2015, uh, doubled production, doubled income, doubled volume, and ended up coming up with some ideas that resonated with a lot of people. So that turned into a coaching business, that turned into a partnership, and as of the time that we're recording this, which is uh, November of 2019, uh, our team is on track, my business partner and I, to fund about $120, $130 million in loans this year. Definitely the loan sizes here in California help. So that's uh, about 130 million on about 200 units. Uh, and then have a coaching business with a couple hundred loan officers and realtors who we coach. And most recently wrote a book, which is the reason we're talking, Shameless Plug for Lead Generate, 61 Days to Double Your Pay by yours truly. And that's what I do. Most importantly, I still try to carve out time to be a good dad and a good husband. But uh, you, know, you know how that goes, balancing the work and the business and everything else. Yeah, you got to do it though. But what, what part of California are you in? 
Uh, I'm right by the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Pasadena, California. Okay, cool. So uh, let, let's chat about like, well, first of all, we want to focus on how you can help real estate agents. And then afterwards, I'm going to ask you a little bit about, you know, mortgage industry, what's coming down the pike as far as regulation, what's, um, what, what loan products are out there that real estate agents might not know about, what they should be doing, what they should be thinking, uh, and then maybe some of your beliefs about the future of the markets, both in California and uh, North America. But first, let's talk about lead generating. Your book has struck a chord both in mortgage officers, but also in salespeople, entrepreneurs, and real estate agents. So I want to focus on the real estate agent. What, like, what can you tell me about the 61 days that an agent listening in Tupelo, Mississippi could actually pick up from this show and put into play and sell more houses? Yeah, the biggest, the biggest reason I wrote the book, and there's that 61-day habit-building technique, is that it's just a habit, right? Everybody knows you don't go to the gym once and do a few sit-ups and you end up with a six-pack, which, by the way, I've never had because I can't find consistency. <laughs> you never do sit-ups. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the same exact thing with lead generation, right? Lead generation isn't a $99 program you buy online or a $2,000 marketing funnel you come up with on Facebook. Lead generation is a daily habitual activity. I frequently start out a keynote speech asking realtors when I speak at realtor events, stand up if you're married, have a boyfriend, girlfriend. Everybody more or less stands up. And then I say, hey, sit down if your wife or husband's you know, roommate, coworker, cousin has recently bought a house and you didn't get an at-bat at that transaction. Damn. And most of the audience sits down. What? what I tell them, most, most of them sit down. Most of them sit down. Yeah, the, the cousin, the brother, the coworker of their wife or their husband, you know, they're, they're literally not even getting leads from the person that they're sleeping with. And they're out trying to get leads on Facebook and buy funnels and buy Zillow leads. And I'm like, look, you're not even famous enough with your spouse to get all the leads in their world. Let's take 61 days and focus in on that sphere of influence, those people that are closest to you, those people you've already done deals with. Let's get the low-lying fruit before you go out and try to reinvent the wheel with Facebook ads. Mm, mm, wow. Yeah, no, uh, okay. So that's a given, right? But, but yeah, unfortunately, most agents don't do that. What do you recommend specifically that agents do for 61 days? And let's just say, you know, let's just take 2020, right? Let's say someone wants to, you know, start the year with a bang and do it right right? Get, tell, tell me what to do the first, you know, 61 days of, of 2020 or w whatever, or, or when they start this for 61 right. days. Well, he, here's the first thing that I recommend to people who want to make that first 200 to $250,000 in sustainable and repeatable income. Mm -hmm. You've got to be famous with 50 people. And Wait a minute. Let me slow you down, Scott. Sure. You've got to be famous with 50 people. With 50 people. That's it. You've yeah. got to be famous with 50 people. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not very shy about income. There's years where I made $10,000. There's years where I made $700,000. And the difference between those years in the mortgage business is the difference between I only had two or three people I was famous with who was referring me deals but now being famous with 50 people. And what I mean being famous with is these are people like my dental hygienist who talks Whoa. to a couple hundred people a month 
who they know if that person says something about buying, selling, or refinancing a house, she says, oh, you know what? I cleaned the teeth of this great guy named Scott Groves. Why don't you give him a call for a mortgage? So you have to be famous with 50 unique. All right, how do I do that? How do I become famous with my, you know, hygienist? Because, you know, I'm visualizing this in my mind. And I, I know my hygienist. You know, I always get her, the same yeah. one. I'm certainly, you know, sounds like it from what you're saying, nowhere near as aggressive as I should be about being famous. So tell me about this. Well, the first question is, does your hygienist even know what you do? Yes. Well, okay. well, let, 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 let me, I, want to, I want the audience to answer that, but yeah, go ahead. What's the next so, question they so, should be? So that's the question. Do, do you, they know who, what you do? They, let's say the answer is no. The answer is no. You've got to tell them, right? Like I, I'm not saying that every relationship we're in needs to be a usury relationship. Don't, don't, let's not go too far down that path. Okay. But if, if you're giving money to people, your dentist, your insurance agent, your financial planner, your accountant, your book, your bookkeeper, your pool cleaner. These people need to know what you do for a living and they need to know what to listen for so that when that conversation comes up, they can refer you. So how do you do it? How's Scott do it? You're laying in a dentist chair, right? You got a flashlight in your mouth. What do you do? Well, okay. Maybe that was a little bit of a tougher example. Or a flashlight uh, over top of your face, whatever. How do you, just tell me how to do it. So, so let, let's go to my insurance agent because I had to have this conversation with him, with him recently. You know, I pay, I'm here in Southern California. I got a couple cars. I got a house. I got life insurance. I got gap insurance. I got an umbrella policy. You know, I probably spend, call it $10,000 a year in insurance with my broker. Mm. He's probably on somewhere a 20, 30% split. He makes a couple thousand dollars a year off of me. I refer him a lot of clients um, who buy their homeowner's insurance for them. It's my job to sit down with them and say, hey, Eric, love you to death. I think you do a great job, but we're in a business where I count on referrals to continue to pay my bills. You are part of paying my bills. I need you to help me pay my bills. So, you know, how could we work together? How could I add some value to your book of business or your clients so that when the conversation of buying a home or, you know, the home loan starts falling through when they need insurance bound and coverage bound in a new house. How can we get to a spot where you're comfortable saying, hey, Scott's your guy? And just ask them that question. How can we get to a point where we're comfortable where I'm your guy? And if they say, hey, I'm never going to be your guy, then I got to make the business decision. Do I still want them to be my guy? And it's just, it's just that simple. I have a very detailed list of 50 people I need to be famous with. Some of them are service providers. You know, a dozen of them are realtors. A dozen of them are my most well-connected, gossipy clients. 10 of them are people that have never sent me a loan, but they know everybody in the world and I want those refinance referrals. So just getting famous with 50 people strategically, you know, either befriending them or having a strategic business relationship with them, you just have to do it to know where your bread is coming from. Tribeofmillionaires.com Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now, I've just written a book, and it's just been published. Co-authored it with David Osborne, who's been on this show multiple times. If you don't know David, he is one of the top execs at Keller Williams Real Estate. Was personally mentored for the last two decades by Gary Keller himself. And he's in all kinds of businesses. His bio and explanation and everything is in this book. But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires. And I guarantee you, it's going to change your life. 
To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today. Okay, so this may sound like a rhetorical question, but I, I, I want you to talk about it. How do I know if I have a quote-unquote gossipy client, how do I know to write that person down on my list? Yeah, so for example, you know, we get very intimately involved with clients when we're selling them real estate or doing their home loans. You know, if you're selling somebody real estate, you know what their family dynamic looks like, you know what their housing needs look like, you know what their wants and needs are. I see their credit report and their finances. So for example, one of my recent clients is in the HR relocation department at Netflix. Netflix just opened a, a big office over in Silicon Beach. This lady I know is talking to every single person that is relocating to Southern California to work for Netflix. Those people are probably going to buy a house. So I want to be famous with her. I want to stay on her radar. I what do I do? What do you do? What, what, tell me what to do. So I find excuses to call them, you know, after they close the house, Hey, call them when you think the supplemental tax is going to be due every April and November, call them, make sure that their impound account on their mortgage is paying their taxes, have their birthday on a calendar reminder, have the anniversary of when they bought their house on a calendar reminder, call them up just to say, hi, I saw you on Facebook and your kids are so cute. My kids are cute too. Ha 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 ha. Just find an excuse. You know, I have this checklist here where I have to call 10 people a day. There's three buyers or past buyers, three new realtor relationships, three existing re uh, realtor relationships, and one listing agent. I've got one for realtors. Call three people you met in an open house this weekend. Call three past clients. Call three clients that are out shopping. Call one person that's in your sphere of influence that likes to gossip a lot. And you just find an excuse to keep in touch at that human level. Worst case scenario, you're like, I'm driving through the neighborhood and you could just lie. Or I, I drove through your neighborhood and I drove past your house just thinking about you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, got, I've got clients right now, Pat, that spend hours a day. I know they do. They spend hours a day on social media and then they're like, well, I don't know what to talk about. I'm like, you know what the dude had for lunch. Like, you can't find something. They don't want to be creepy. To like, how do, you, how do you be, what do you have to say to an agent that would tell you that, that would say, hey, Scott, I don't want to be creepy. Yeah, well, I don't want to be creepy either, right? Like, I work with a lot of female agents. Um, I don't want to come across creepy. I'm happily married. But for example, Pat, before we started on this, before we started on this podcast, we were talking about a business transaction that you have coming to fruition next week, right? So what did I do? I set a calendar reminder for myself to say, hey, follow up with Pat and see how that business transaction went. Mm -hmm. You know, show it, show a genuine interest in in one of Pat's wins and if now I've given you the secret sauce, so it's not going to be as impactful. But when I, reach nah. out to you, when I reach out to you next Tuesday to say, Hey Pat, how did it go? Did that win end up working out? You're now going to associate me with that win in your life. Hmm. And, and that was just an excuse to reach out. And then I'll probably reach out in three more months and check in on something else. Or, you know, the next time you publish a book, I'll reach out and say, congratulations. It's just between social media and what we know is already happening, happening in the life of a consumer, there's so many reasons to reach out for the win. You know, I, I've got a lot of professionals, as I'm sure you know, they like to just only reach out when they want to commiserate 
and like to bitch about the market or something that's happening on a difficult transaction. And then what ends up happening is you build this little tribe of bitchy people that only get together to complain. I want to reach out to people when they're winning or when there's something interesting going on in the market or there's something positive or rates are down or property values are up. And that's how we get famous with those 50 people is celebrate the wins alongside them. Yeah, that's awesome. Celebrate the wins alongside them. And it's 61 days. And then what happens at 61 days? Is it osmosis? Does it just happen? You're like hooked? It should be. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a habit, right? Depending on what scientific study you read, it takes somewhere between seven days and 50 days to develop a habit. So I went a few days extra because us loan officers are a little dense sometimes. But after 61 business days, which ends up being about three months, you should be in this habit of like, all right, cool. I've got my half hour to hour a day of lead generation. You know, I make a call, I leave a voice message, I follow up by text, I check in with Facebook Messenger. You know, the personal touches every day, half an hour to an hour a day. If you're not doing at least that, you should not call yourself a loan officer or a realtor and you should go- What time do you do it? Uh, I do it from 9.30 to 10.30 every day because I find that's the time that realtors are most likely to pick up their phone. And what tips do you have for people that want to do this? Give me two or three tips of like, I notice right now, like you're standing, I'm standing, right? Is that one of your tips? Give me some tips like that. Uh, Always standing and smiling because that comes through over the phone. And God forbid you make your prospecting calls when you're trying to do something else or you're trying to type an email. People, they feel that through the phone. Yeah, shut your computer down. Shut your computer down. They know you're not engaged. That's number one. Number two, and this is the most simplistic one that nobody will do. And this comes directly from Chris Voss's book, Never Split the Difference. Yeah, just had the dude on. Yeah, just, just released his episode. Absolute must read. You know, he says something very simple. People are so used to having to get BS yeses and complimentary yeses. Craft questions that come with a no answer. And hmm. here's a simple example. I cold call somebody and I say, hey, Pat, did I catch you at a good time? Uh, no, no, no. You didn't catch me at a good time. I don't want to talk to you. I'm not saying yes. I'm not getting sucked into this telemarketing thing. So I would call Pat and say, hey, Pat, did I catch you at a bad time? Whether you think so or not, Pat, your inclination is going to want to say no because you want to take charge of that conversation. And this is one of the things that Chris Voss teaches in his program is that you want to craft questions that have a no answer, but the no answer is in your court, that it's the outcome that you want. So I will call people. I've never asked anybody since I took Chris's class, hey, did I catch you at a good time? Because everybody knows that's just question one for some BS telemarketing. Yeah, right. For me to keep you on the phone for five minutes. Exactly. Hey, Pat, did I catch you at a bad time? No, no, Scott, it's actually a pretty good time. I have a few minutes for you. What's going on? And then I go into my spiel. Yeah. If it was a bad time, I wouldn't answer the phone, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So that's an easy no question that you can craft to get the conversation started. And subconsciously, I've handed the power over to you because I said, hey, is this a bad time? And you got to say, no, this isn't a bad time. I have decided for myself that this is a moment in time I want to talk to Scott Groves. So now just subconsciously, the conversation is off. On what do you say next? Let's say they uh, say no. Just right? if, if they say no, I say, great. You know, Scott Groves just wanted to check in. If it's a past client, they'll probably know who I am because sure. I talk to them so frequently. If they're a cold call, just say, hey, Scott Groves, you know, find an excuse to talk. Let's get together for coffee. But if it's a past client, I'll just say, or a past realtor, I'll just say, hey, you know, just wanted to check in. And then you go into the celebration of the win. You know, saw on social media, you started a new job. Saw on social media, you're relocating, you know. By the way, not sure if you've heard, but the rates, been, the rates have been down. Uh, have you had anybody look at your mortgage statement? 
uh, hey, I saw you had a kid. I know that's usually a catalyst for, you know, running out of space. Have you Tell me what to say if I want to get real estate leads or I want to, I want you to be, you know, one of my 50 raving fans. Yeah. I would say two, di two different answers. If you want to get real estate leads and it's somebody who's in your, your sphere, again, asking them what's going well, right? Crafting those questions that make them feel good about themselves. Hey, it's Scott. Did I catch you at a bad time? No, no, Scott, what's going on? Hey, to tell you the truth, I just wanted to check in. You know, we did that deal together or you helped me with that lead or you bought a house. Just wanted to see how it's going. What's going well? What, what, what are you excited about this year? What are you looking forward to in 2020? You know, when I coach realtors and they say, oh, I, I get together with the clients and they're fearful about buying and they're, and they're worried about this and they're scared about this. It's like, well, they're that way because you're setting the table that way. If you ask questions like, hey, what are you most looking forward to going into 2020? You know, what, what's going well with the house that we bought a couple of years ago? Just wanted to check in. You know, you can call a client and say, how's the house going? And then they'll tell you about the leaky roof and the thing that went wrong right. with the neighbors that's pissing them off. But if you call a past client and say, hey, what's going well with the house that we closed on a couple of years ago? Oh, well, you know, we love this. And, and, you know, Jimmy's school is three blocks away. I love that I can walk to school before school. But, you know, we just had Sarah and we're kind of running out of space. Now you've started a conversation where mm. you can talk about real estate. And then, you know, even if it's just a simple, just checking in, cool, everything's good. As you're getting off the phone, and trust me, Pat, I know how hard this is, but they've already given you permission to talk to them. You've already celebrated the wins. You've talked about something positive. They're in a positive mind frame. And this is where realtors and lenders shut down and don't ask the question, but you've got to ask the question. Hey, is there any reason why you wouldn't refer a friend or family member over? Is there any reason you wouldn't refer a friend or family member over? If so here, here you go then, another no question. Another so no guys, question. so let, let's write this down, right? If there's, is there any reason, because it's an awkward, it's an awkward, awkward as hell, right? It's like, is there any reason you wouldn't refer a friend or family member who needs to buy a house over to me? Yeah, and then you're going to get one of two answers. You're going to get an authentic no, where they say, no, no, you did a great job for us. Anybody we know that's looking to buy, we'll send them over to you. You'll get an authentic, yeah, uh, an authentic no. Or, Pat, what is great about this question and crafting it this way is if you get an authentic yes, if they say, yeah, I'm actually not going to refer you anybody, they will immediately defend it with why. You know, you know Scott, yeah, I'm not going to really refer it over to you because at the end of the day, I've got this, this, this lender I've been working with for 10 years. He's my golfing buddy. I think the world of you, but I just can't refer anybody over to you. All right, cool. At least I know. And then, and then I can put the Pat Haven, you know, prospecting call on the back burner because he's got a guy. Take him off the list. Take him off the list. Move on. So I'm always looking to get the authentic no or the authentic yes. What an explanation. What I can't stand is when I, when I, when I hear somebody say, oh, so you're going to send me a lead? Oh, yeah, 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 Scott. I'll send you a lead. That's the, that's the blow off answer. That's not totally. the real answer. Totally. So, Craft your questions where you give them, you get an authentic no. Indeed. Indeed. I love it. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reed, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level? Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar.
Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10 hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat. $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com. Futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Rockstar Nation, it is time to finish the year strong. The year is almost over, and it's time to sprint. You know, in my real estate career, I always doubled down at the end of the year because all of the other agents were not working during November and December, so I took full advantage. This is a great time to leverage yourself and hire a virtual assistant. I'm talking about my Outdesk. If you haven't heard of my Outdesk, basically they are a virtual assistant company, a VA company that specializes in virtual assistants for real estate agents. Yeah, I'm talking about transaction coordinators, marketing assistants. I'm talking about ISAs, inside sales agents that prospect thousands and thousands of seller leads and buyer lead follow-ups. I mean, these guys are trained in this stuff specifically. You're not using a company that doesn't know or understand real estate sales. Four out of five of the top teams in the U.S. use my Outdesk for their virtual assistants. And because I know the owner, Daniel Ramsey, I've known him for over a decade, and I know how awesome and incredible this company is and how it saves agents thousands and thousands of dollars every single week and makes them thousands and thousands of more every single week. We're going to give you a $400 coupon off of your first month of a virtual assistant and give you access and give you a free book entitled Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. So you can like read it and look into it before you decide anything. It's called Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And you can get it real easy. All you got to do is text the word HIBAN, H-I-B-A-N, to 31996. That's H-I-B-A-N to 31996. And download your free book, Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And don't forget to mention also that you get a $400 discount, which will give you a coupon for that when you download the book. Thank you, guys. And I hope you enjoy and make a ton of money using my Outdesk. Okay, so let's shift gears here. And by the way, guys, I'm going to take this uh, Scott's book, and uh, I'm going to I'm going to put it in his. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes and all of his information, like I do with every guest. But let's let's move on to the like the mortgages and and from from a real estate agent's perspective, a lot of agents are wondering, you know, what's changing, what's going on, uh, you know, 
what are rates going to do? What mortgage programs are out there now that I don't know about that I should know about? So fill me in on what's happening. Got it. So a couple of things, and I'll play uh, read the crystal ball and the tea leaves for 2020. You know, we're recording this end of 2019. It'll probably come out early 2020. Uh, we think uh, in our office here that between the political turmoil that will come from the election, some ongoing developments with China, just some geopolitical stuff, we think there's going to be some downward pressure on the stock market in 2020 or maybe even a recession which generally will lead to lower interest rates. So if you take out the calamity of 2000. Dude, but can you, count, you can't, you can't, can they go lower? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the 10-year treasury as of today is sitting at about 1.89. That's what mostly close, what, what most closely correlates to mortgage rates. We think the 10-year treasury might be into hitting like 1% at some point in 2020. So we think there's going to be a big opportunity for people to refinance in 2020 if they have kind of a conventional tradition. You think there's going to be a, another refi boom? Yep. Yep. 2020. We believe it. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Uh, so we think that's going to happen. And again, could be wrong. <laughs> we could always bet 50-50 on this stuff. But yeah, we think rates are going to trend lower in 2020. They hit kind of a, a trough here in like October of 2019. They've ticked back up over the last 30 days. And I, I think we're going to be lower in 2020. Uh, so that's one thing that I'm looking for. And then the other thing that realtors need to really understand is that, you know, the non-QM mortgage space has come back in a big way. And let's Wait a minute, slow, 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 the non-QM non mortgage. What the hell are you talking about? All right. So come out, coming out of 2009, the Dodd-Frank large legislation that created the Consumer Financial Protection Board and all that stuff. They, they decided that qualified mortgages, qualified mortgages are, are your cookie cutter, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, VA loans, FHA loans. So non-qualified mortgages. Non-qualified, right? Which is what? Like uh, under, uh, under what? Five, like fit it in. Tell me the parameters real quick. Yeah. So basically it means it's not a conventional loan. That's basically what it means. So these are your okay. things like your bank statement loans for entrepreneurs, these are your things like your debt service coverage loans for investors that can't quite prove all of their income. Now, yep. look, this is, this is not the subprime, 0% down, option arm. This is not the stuff that crashed the economy in 2009. This is investors that have very complicated tax returns, self-employed borrowers who write everything off. When they're putting down 20, 25, 30% and they've got skin in the game, Yep. And they can show 12 months of bank statements for, you know, their business cash flow. We're yep. doing a lot of loans in that non-qualified space. So, you know, what I would say for your realtors, what they need to know is it needs to be you backing up your lender and having that conversation with the client because it's just a math problem. Wait a minute. Are you saying these non-qualified mortgages are going to be easier to get or harder to get? For your self-employed borrower, they're going to be easier to get. For your big-time property investor, probably easier to get. You know, anybody who writes off everything under the sun on so their So things are going to be easier. Things are going to be more fluid. Yeah, more, more options. I guidelines, say, regulations, all that. More liberal. Yeah, much more liberal. The underwriting guidelines are getting, you know, exponentially just a little bit, a little bit easier, a little bit easier, a little bit easier, and more pro programs returning. Now- the conversation of course, Pat, is explaining to the clients that 3.5% rate that you see advertised at Jumbo Bank ABC 
is not the same as the 5% loan you can get on your bank statements, but it's just a math equation. You want to go pay $200,000 more in federal taxes to qualify for the loan with big bank ABC? Go for it. Pay the $200,000 in taxes. You want to qualify off your bank statements and your assets because you write off too much stuff or you're self-employed or you're a property investor? All right. Well, then you get the 5% rate instead of the 3.5% rate. Just a math problem because you know, who, wants to, who wants to pay an extra 200 grand to the IRS if you don't have to? So we're seeing a lot more, a lot more borrowers take advantage of these loans in the non-qualified mortgage space. And that's just gonna blow up. And, then, and that's a, well, anyways, it is what it is. So, okay, so what else? What, what, any, any cool products out there today that didn't exist a year ago? I would say the expansion of that non-qualified mortgage. So the, so the expansion of the bank statement loans, the self-employed loans, the investor loans, you know, again, this is people that have skin in the game, 20, 30%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, right. So, you know, we're not worried about defaults there. But yeah, I think a lot of those are coming back to the market in a big way. And yeah, I'd say, I'd say those are the, I'd say those are the big, the big pluses. It's the big stuff we're seeing. Well, I mean, those are good predictions, right? Predicting the, the rates are going to go down and predicting the, the loans are going to be a hell of a lot easier to get. So, you know, fascinating. Okay. Okay. So 2020, right? Besides prospecting like a fiend for 61 days or every day in 2020, what do agents need to be doing differently that they're not currently doing or that they weren't currently doing a year ago, do you think? Well, one of my all-time favorite quotes is, you know, every business problem is just a personal problem in disguise. Every Uh, business problem is a personal problem in disguise. Do tell. Right, right. So if you have a problem waking up, you know, if you're the person that doesn't wake up till 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock, you hit the snooze button nine times, and then you're (laughs) trying to figure out why your day is hectic and you're running late to appointments and you can never seem to get on track with a calendar – you don't have a business problem. You have a personal problem. You, mm, you, have, you are not the type of person that can wake up early and have discipline and start with something like our friend Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning. So if you're running around crazy saying, man, every day I'm late to appointments and I can't seem to make time for my prospecting and my calendar's already out of whack, you probably don't have a business problem. You probably have a personal problem of having that self-discipline to get up. So, what you, so, so is what you're saying, Scott, that the, like, like if, you're, if you're not doing the amount of units that – you set a goal to do, you have a personal problem. Yeah, yeah. Look look into your Damn. personal life. Like, are, are your relationships in turmoil? Are you the person that's been saying you're going to go to the gym for two years and you never go to the gym? Are you the person that says you're going you, you know, to get up early and journal and put your, your calendar together for the day and then you hit the snooze button nine times? So, you know, when I, when I coach clients on a, on a webinar scale, we talk about business problems. When I coach clients one-on-one in the mortgage or real estate industry, I coach to personal problems because usually when you get to the root of what's really going wrong, it's like, well, yeah, you know, I haven't been able to do my prospecting, but it's because I spent all my time trying to settle my divorce. And I'm like, well, okay, that's a personal problem. Yeah, that's a personal it's problem. It's like, it's like James Allen and As a Man Thinketh, right? It, it, it's impossible to change your circumstance unless you first change yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I would say. Do your lead generation. And if you're not finding time to do the things in your business that you want to do, you know, really take a look at, at what's going on in your personal life and where you need to make some improvements there and then get some help. You know, read a book, watch a, watch a YouTube video, listen to a podcast, get a coach. You know, if, if your fitness is really dragging back your energy level and you can't make it through a day motivated, get a personal trainer. <laughs> you know, it's just there's, there's so much that we can improve upon in our personal life 
which then has a direct correlation on how we run our business. Yeah, man. Love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Scott, since this is your first time on the show, I'm going to put it in ibendigital.com backslash Scott Groves. It's G-R-O-V-E-S. Scott, this has been a blast, brother. If I'm ever in Pasadena, California, I'll definitely look you up. We'll get together and break some bread. Thanks, man. Hope you make it out here to California to visit. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger, yes, the one finger that points at people, and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on a million dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get. So please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>